Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday January 8th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Congratulations to South Dakota State on its second consecutive FCS title, this time with a 23-3 win over Montana. The game's attendance of 19,512 marked the fifth largest in 14 years the game has been played in Frisco and the biggest since North Dakota State's win over Jacksonville State and the 2015 season, 21,836. According to Stats Performs Craig Haley, the 2023 FCS playoffs had an overall attendance of 226,972, the third highest in history. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey was disappointed in the acrimony that followed the final college football playoff ranking. I didn't need so many incoming emails I received. I can only imagine hearing from those on the selection committee who are volunteers what they received. I think some of the statements made in the immediacy of selection were disappointing to me as a colleague, and I would maintain that the strength of our league, sure we lost some games, but as I look at what were the four best teams, I would maintain that we had two of those four. But again, the selection committee makes that decision, and we respect the decision. I think three or four times we've had the fifth-ranked team. Do I think every decision has been perfect? No, but that is the authority we allocated. Meanwhile, ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips tells ESPN's Heather Dinich he is absolutely going to support our student-athletes, member schools and our conference at every moment. Period. That was precisely what occurred. This was an historic decision. For the very first time an undefeated, Power 5 conference champion was excluded. To be certain, I very much look forward to working with my colleagues to continue to refine the CFP and shape the future of college football. While Sankey worries whether the backlash will dissuade others from volunteering on the committee in the future, Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti says, I think there's so much love for the game and how important the job is people will always stand up to do it. It's our job to make sure those people feel safe and comfortable. Michigan football head coach Jim Harbaugh continues to advocate for student-athletes to be paid. During Saturday's presser in the lead-up to the national championship game, I would say this, anyone who is profiting from the student-athletes right now, myself included, coaches, somewhere between 5 and 10 percent, take 5 to 10 percent less that would go for any administrator, any coach, any conference, any university, NCAA 5 to 10 percent less and maybe a 10 percent tax from the television station more, into one pot for the student-athletes. Maybe that's a start, a way. But some conversations here on how to get it done, because I don't know if people know this, but I've been told maybe 17% is going up, the TV contracts are going up another 17% next year. Ever-growing. Ever-increasing revenue that it be right for the student-athletes, not just football, all student-athletes, to share in. North Dakota State AD Matt Larson equates what Frisco is to FCS programs to what Omaha is to baseball programs or Oklahoma City is for softball teams. When you think about a championship location, every FCS program at the beginning of the year, their goal is to get to Frisco. Today marks a record 14th time Frisco has hosted the FCS title and the NCAA contract for the game to be held there has two years remaining, plus an option for the game at the end of the 2026 season. NCAA Director of Championships and Alliances for Division I Football Ty Halpin, Frisco, obviously, is interested in retaining the game. We do have interest from others. We're way ahead of talking about any of that. Our experience here in Frisco has been unbelievable. Montana AD Kent Haslam indicates Grizz fans raised $130,000 and the UM Foundation chipped in another $70,000 to make sure the Grizzly Marching Band would be in Frisco for tomorrow's FCS National Championship against South Dakota State. 
Haslam on the exposure opportunity, I can't put an exact number on it, but we're going to be playing on national TV on ABC on Sunday, and there's only four teams still playing football, the University of Washington, University of Montana, University of Michigan, and South Dakota State. So there's some value in that. We have one guy working in our office now, in fundraising, and he came across Montana because he watched us play Appalachian State back in 2009 in the middle of snow. He's from Georgia and thought, that looks like a pretty cool place to come to school. He graduates, goes on in his career, and now he's back here as a fundraiser in athletics. In athletics, we want to err on the side of saying, hey, this is the greatest thing ever, because that's our business, and we like that. But we know there has to be ripple effects for the exposure you gain nationally. You've got people across the country talking about your state, about your university and about your athletic program. That's a good thing. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, January 8th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.